KBCS HD1, Bellevue, Seattle, Tacoma, a broadcast service of Bellevue College since 1973. I'm Lucy Briginski. Next, Manu Meal, the CEO and co-founder of Bridge USA, an organization that brings people together through conversations. Meal stresses the power and importance conversations have in bringing people together in these politically complex times. I was a freshman at UC Berkeley in February of 2017. We had this speaker by the name of Milo Yiannopoulos come to campus, and Milo was this sort of right-wing provocateur, and he showed up and it led to what turned out to be the largest protest in Berkeley's history since the 60s. It cost the university tons and damages, and I was this freshman walking around witnessing what I saw was incredible violence, incredible pain, incredible sadness from... Uh, And frankly, I didn't know the specificities of our politics about free speech. I was naive about the underpinnings of the protest. I simply knew what was happening was wrong. It resembled a breakdown in our politics and it resembled the height of polarization. And so the next day, me and some random people got together and we said, hey, let's create a space for these students to listen to each other. Let's just create a space for healing and understanding. Let's bring in some of the students that invited Milo Yiannopoulos. Let's bring in some of the students that were protesting him. Let's bring in a lot of the students that just did not know what happened and just got hit by this massive event. And essentially it turned out that people actually enjoy talking to each other in constructive, moderated spaces. And so that space became Bridge Berkeley. And from there, we had folks at Bridge Notre Dame and Bridge Colorado Boulder. And it gradually grew into this movement of young people called Bridge USA how we actually set up these dialogues plays in the fundamental precepts of human nature, which is that we all are fundamentally social people. We want to be heard. We want to be acknowledged. We want to live in a society where we interact with people and they're ready to receive us. We have four norms of discussions. People represent themselves, not larger groups, don't interrupt and have side conversations, listen to listen instead of responding. And remember that we have to debate the person's arguments, not necessarily their intentions. So we created the space with these norms and simply put, we moderated conversations between students. What's fascinating is that while we are anxious in the abstract about having very divisive political conversations, what we found was that when you actually interact one-on-one with people in spaces, even that are larger than one-on-one, is very different than what you see on social media and the news. What is that shift when you're having a contentious conversation and suddenly people go from contention and guard up to vulnerable, to go to go to a feeling of, hey, you know, this is a place of mutual respect. I think the shift happens in two regards. First is when we suddenly see enter a conversation where we were expecting zero reciprocity and are greeted with reciprocity. And second is when we ascribe the social media version of people to real people. Right. When if I told you, you know, we're having conversation between Democrats and Republicans, immediately you would think, well, okay, what are Democrats like on social media? What are Republicans like on social media? What do they like on the news? I'm going to describe all these characteristics. People are individuals. And I think too oftentimes when you see the news, when you see our politics, it's like, this is my story and nobody else understands it. Or forget understanding and just create space for it to exist. Then suddenly you go from feeling like somebody that can participate in our democracy to feeling like you're being victimized, feeling like you're being alienated. And I'm here to say that that feeling is a human feeling, which means it exists above our politics. It is felt by conservatives, liberals, black folks, white folks, immigrants, young people, old people, everybody. Humans have a tremendous capacity to love and also a tremendous capacity to feel hate. 
And the fact is that we live in a moment where right now we're preying on each other's ability to feel hate as opposed to each other's ability to feel love. So there's three phases to usually how you, I think, have a conversation like this. First is you don't actually talk about the issue that you want to talk about. You don't just go to your neighbor and say, let's talk about that MAGA sign on your lawn. What do you think? Phase one is just like, how was your day? What are you up to? Learn more about the person. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? Build those shared experiences. Great. We've got some shared foundation. Could be something as small as you both like the same ice cream to something as significant as you shared a tragic life experience, like a divorce or a family loss. Because again, we as humans exist above our politics. The second phase of that conversation is, okay, well, you know, I really appreciate you. You acknowledge their acceptance. You acknowledge their existence. You say, hey, well, you know, one of the things that I, I've been thinking a lot about recently is, uh, and then you go into the topic that you want to have a conversation about. And phase three is remember that phase one was about you establishing the fact that you both are humans. You both are having real experiences, life experiences. Don't forget that. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Give them the chance to be better or at least prove themselves. So in that phase three, when you're actually having that debate that is very difficult in the moment or where you feel very tense, remember that you're just there to better understand their perspective. Because when we show up in conversations, again, listen to listen, not to respond. When you show up in a conversation, not to win, but to understand, it suddenly opens the possibilities for what's possible. So three phases. Talk about anything that is not the actual issue that you want to talk about. Build those shared bonds. Get transitioned into what you want to have the actual conversation about. And remember that our objective in winning in this conversation is not winning your position, but at least getting a better understanding of why that person might have that lawn sign that makes you deeply uncomfortable. I think these conversations are actually easiest to have one-on-one -on -one with folks like your neighbor, because one-on-one, -on -one, it is very hard to be anonymous like it is on social media. It is very hard to be critical and then just leave. And the third fact is that you're going to have to live with each other regardless. And sometimes conversations are not going to go well. Some conversations are just not worth having. My goal with this work is not to say that every conversation or dialogue you'll ever engage in is productive, because that's just not realistic. Give the chance for dialogues to occur in society. Give the chance for people to be curious. We overestimate the levels and differences in our opinions, and we underestimate the power of a simple conversation. I think that oftentimes we assume that those people that we think are impossible to get to we make that assumption not because we've had real-world experiences with those folks, but because we've perceptually seen them online. We forget to treat each other as individuals, and we treat each other as, as groups. This person believes this thing, and I've seen that type of person on social, and so everybody else must be like that. Somebody's got to have the conversation. Not asking the question, how do I have conversations with those people, but asking the question of what happens if we don't. That was Manu Meal, CEO and co-founder of Bridge USA, an organization that brings people together through the power of conversation. KBCS interviewed him in May before he spoke at Bellevue College for civic conversation events. You can find more information about Bridge USA at bridgeusa.org. For more KBCS stories and to support our work with a donation, you can visit kbcs.fm.